fellow supermom, I'm glad you're here. This is the special needs supermom podcast. The glass of wine for your mind. Your tribe where you can relax, unwind and get stronger and more confident about your superpowers. I'm Nadine Villeur, your host, supermom of an autistic wonderboy and a supergirl battling juvenile arthritis. All while being a military spouse and international entrepreneur. Enjoy your glass of wine. How to raise a happy autistic child. You know moms, autism isn't a problem. Communication, or better, understanding of one another is the problem. Being a special needs child on the autistic spectrum can feel like, and excuse my Star Wars uh, terminology, can feel like you're the only Wookiee on this planet. Nobody understands you. Thankfully, as a special needs parent, you can be his or her hand solo, helping your Wookiee navigate through life and translate his or her emotions. In this episode, I give you guidelines on how to raise a happy autistic child. So I started with Star Wars, you know, a Wookiee and Solo. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, a Wookiee is a kind of species. And, you know, he's uh, friends with a human called Han Solo. But the Wookiee can only, you know, kind of growl. And he might seem angry while he's just really happy. Han Solo understands him and translates for him and help him navigate to life. So in this episode, I talk about how you can help your Wookiee <laughs> being, you know, his or her Han Solo. My first tip, structure. Most kids, not only autistic children, function best when having a clear day-to-day structure. It brings, you know, ease of mind. Because if there are certain rules and certain things that always go the same way, it calms the mind because you know what to expect. And there's nothing kids, and especially autistic kids, like better than to know what's coming. So, if there are any fellow ADHD moms like me listening, control your out-of-the-blue fun ideas. Because surprises are not fun. Kids with autism often need time to, you know, adjust. Need time to deal with whatever is coming. And while we're on the matter of structure, I also mean help them create structure in day-to-day life and tasks. Like, for instance, homework. You know... Wonderboy is almost 18 years old and to this day has trouble when there's an exam coming off or he has a project. It is overwhelming. He, he doesn't see how many days he has. He is not able to break it down, break any assessment down. So every time we make it visible how many days there are before an exam or project. And we break down the tasks, write down how many pages he needs to learn each day. And there's nothing wrong with that, even if your kid is a bit older. Some, just especially if you don't see the details, or if you only see the details, I mean, uh, you get lost and get overwhelmed quite easily. So help them, you know, mind map their thoughts, help them break 
what are easy tasks for you, help them break it down. Whether it's homework or cleaning up their room. You know, start with only picking up the yellow Lego bricks, for instance, instead of saying clear your room. Number two, translate. And when your kid is older, help him, help him or her translate. You are like Han Solo, like I already said, for Chewbacca. Uh, Chewbacca is the bookie I just mentioned. <laughs> Chewbacca is his name. The only one, you know, Han Solo is the only one that truly understands Chewbacca. Knows what he wants and can translate this and express this to the outside world. And now you may be thinking, you know, this is only for non-verbal kids. No, no. I often joke, Wonderboy is our house philosopher. You know, he's really well spoken. He can really think about the greater things in life. But it doesn't necessarily mean he's able to express his emotions. To express how he feels and what he needs. Especially when overwhelm kicks in. And he gets kind of lost in his emotions and can't communicate what's going on and what he needs. As a mom, you know your kid better than anyone. Sometimes they just need a hug. Sometimes they need a quiet room on busy parties. Help your kid express what he or she needs. Set boundaries, number three. <laughs> With boundaries, I mean for the outside world. It's not about meeting out expectations, not about what the outside world expects. It's not about what your parents think your kids should do when visiting. It's about creating a safe world for your special needs child so he or she can thrive. If that means not playing with all the cousins on a family event, that's fine. If that means not smiling to the lady at the checkout, that perfectly makes sense. I mean, you're teaching them stranger danger all the time and now <laughs> you know, suddenly he has to be nice to somebody he doesn't know. It makes no sense to trust the lady at the checkout. And that's fine. Create boundaries that help your Wookiee thrive and be happy. Set boundaries for the outside world. Number four, let it be. <laughs> Sing it with me. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. <laughs> okay, I just kind of <laughs> totally destroyed a rare, really good Beatles song. But what I meant with this kind of hippie style song is let your kid be him or herself. Don't try to force your kid to be, you know, like normal kids. Because he ain't. So he only plays with Legos? How many hobbies do you have? So she hates dressing up? Who cares? You know, for a lot of autistic kids, dressing up makes no sense at all because... They lose themselves. They suddenly don't recognize themselves or their mom. And, you know, Halloween all over. It can be scary as hell. If they want to be true them, to themselves, only can handle that, can't handle changes, let them be. You know, and let it be, I mean that for grades as well. If your kid really, really, really studied hard and gets a C, celebrate it. If you keep correcting your kid, keep trying to fix him or her, you end up totally destroying his or her self-confidence. If you constantly hear that, you, that how you are is apparently not good enough, 
you end up thinking just that. Whatever your kid's hobby is, you know, whether it's Lego or only reading or only making really detailed maps of fantasy worlds, so what? If they're happy with it, let it be. And of course, I mean, you know, you know, no dangerous stuff and everything, of course. Uh, let them just practice whatever they like. And let them thrive, even when that means a C. When they did their bloody best, a C is more than enough. Seriously, it needs to be celebrated. Number five, take your kids' emotions serious. Even if you think it's no big deal. And this can happen a lot. The other day, really just the other week, Wonderboy was completely, and I mean completely devastated, when the other day, during his favorite part of Lord of the Rings, there was a commercial break. Seriously, just just in the middle of his favorite part. And he was, you know, it was like the end of the world. First, really, really angry. And then the tears and a complete feel of loss afterwards. This might sound like no biggie, you know, especially if you know we have the DVDs. It's on Netflix. His favorite clip is actually when they light the beacons. They, they light beacons on a mountaintop and there's this beautiful classic music and you see mountaintops uh, rising above clouds and you can see beacons lighting up one after the other. You know, it's even on YouTube. But it doesn't matter. You know, he was so looking forward to the scene. Didn't even look it up at YouTube because he really was, you know, we watched the other movies and he was really wanted to do it right in the right kind of sequel. And then it didn't happen. You know, it sounds like such a mundane thing, such a whatever, you have a DVD. But in that moment, it was the end of the world. So you just need to comfort your kid. It would, I think, translate it to, to us. Maybe like, you know, you saved all your money for this wonderful girl trip to Paris. Finally, you're going. For the first time in, you know, 10 years, you're leaving your, your family and you're going on this trip for yourself. You're being seated in the airplane. The airplane is taxiing already. To suddenly go back to the gate because the trip is cancelled. It's kind of like that feeling. Only worse. Number six, therapy. You know, this is not to fix your kid. No, 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 no. It's actually to help your kid understand its autism. This did wonders for Wonderboy. Because he finally understood his way of thinking. And when he gave a presentation about himself. His classmates understood him better as well. So this was actually one of the best things ever. He can still still recall this to this day. That he finally understood himself better. And that's just a great feeling. That you feel why you're doing the things you do. And while the, why the other, you know, the rest of the world doesn't. It helps you understand yourself and therefore also you're better, uh, you're more able and capable to express 
your needs and who you are and, and everything. Number seven, make your kid feel special. This is actually a tip that came, came straight from Wonderboy when we were just reviewing these points. He said, you know what really helped me? He always said that I was really special and that my fuel in the world and what I did and, and the Lego structures I built were amazing and unique and it matters in this world and it's useful uh, uh, even if it's not considered a normal thing. Uh, and that I wanted to be a Lego master builder. You never said something like, oh, that's not possible or only a few. No. no. He felt great uh, just uh, because we told him he was great with whatever he was doing. It helped Wonderboy feel really good about himself. So, you know, even if your kid is different, don't try to hide it. Don't try to hush it. You know, they have autism and there's nothing wrong with that. And last but not least... If you're frustrated, walk away. You know, life happens. You're a mom. There's a gazillion things on your plate. And sometimes you just ah, can't handle it. Even Chewbacca and Han Solo bump heads and therefore need a break from one another uh, every now and then. If you feel your temperature rising out of sheer frustration, stop trying to communicate. Walk away. You know... Perhaps use one of the grounding techniques of the two bonus episodes of the Special Needs Superman podcast. You know, to stop the overwhelm what's going on and to kind of snap out of that moment. Cool off. And afterwards, maybe, you know, you could ask your kid why he or she was frustrated and explain why you were as well. And leave it at that. To summarize, you know, how to have a happy and autistic child. Structure. Translate the wookie. Set boundaries. Let your kid be. Take its feelings seriously. Help him understand his or her autism. Make your kid feel special and appreciated. And walk away when it gets too much. You're doing great, mom. Stay sane and stay happy. This was today's episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. Enjoyed your mental glass of wine? If so, please subscribe, rate and review the show and recommend the podcast to other special needs supermoms you know could use that mental glass of wine as well. Until next time, fellow supermoms. Cheers, Nadine.